Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. My name is Donnie Reese, and tonight we record episode 169. Ayo! Nice! Nice! There it is. Uh, we're going to talk about Switch's continued financial dominance and meteoric rise. But before we do that, let me thank those that help keep the boat afloat over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you, Michael Masick, Barry Cathcart, Edwin Callow, Stephen Keller, Nick Creature, Rude Days 93, Ben Moxham, Rob Emanuel, Nick Fault-Holiber, Paul Calicote, Kyle Heyman, Grouchy Surge, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, and Josh Borboni. <clears throat> I'm a little under the weather, guys. How are you guys doing? I'm doing okay. Good. I'm sorry that you're a little you sick. You seem good. You were talking about Vita all day, so. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so hyped with Vita. <laughs> so it's, hyped with Vita 2021. Exactly. That, that's and that's this. like Rebecca and PS2 all over again. This. <laughs> the great graphics, right? It's very impressive graphics on a very small screen. Yes. What's happening? What's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't play anything. I haven't really played anything. I played okay. a little Ori. Um, because these Joy-Cons are to die for. They're awesome. Ooh. They look great. Did I tell you that they can hold the Switch up on their own? Like no kickstand or anything? The... So like the bottom of them, like oh. the bottom of them are, are flat. There's yeah. a little flat piece and it will just stand up. That's kind of cool, actually. You sit it down actually. and it'll just stand. Kind of like the Satisfy Grip, right? Like it does. Like the Satisfy Grip. Yeah, yeah, it stands by itself. Can you cool. pair another controller with it so that you can kind of keep it as a stand and then play... Yeah. I yeah. like that. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So uh, I wanted to play stuff, but I, I've been playing stuff on other consoles. And then uh, there's nothing really. I'm not in the mood to replay anything. And yeah. there's still nothing else coming out. It's right. kind of dry right now, but we, we got something coming up very soon. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So today, Blue Fire released. Okay. Now, this is in our, our little monthly rundown, which we'll talk about later. But uh, this game is pretty cool. I've only played it for like 20 minutes, so I'm not going to go crazy long or in-depth on it or anything. <laughs> but um, I've heard people call it on Twitter like a 3D Shovel Knight. And I think it's because it's like kind of a darker tone, like mm -hmm. visually. Um, is very Wind Waker inspired. <laughs> oh, okay. It's From like, the clip you posted, it looked like obviously Zelda. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it, But it's, it's more of a 3D platformer than an adventure action game. There's lots mm -hmm. of 3D platforming sections. I did read a couple of reviews. It's on sale, so you can save a couple bucks if you buy it um, now or if you pre-ordered it. That's why I bought it, because it's like $20, and I think I got it for like $17. Um, mm -hmm. And it'll give me something to do until Mario comes out. So, Is I'll it like Zelda meets Mario? That's a good way of putting it. And it's a little, it's faster. It's faster than both of those. So, you know, mm. it can feel sped up a bit. And uh, I have heard that it's a challenge. Um, so we'll see how hard it gets. Um, but I mean, I just played just a little opening section, and whatnot. And it looks like, cool. It cool. looks it's fun. Been, it's definitely an indie game, right? It's not a yeah. Zelda game. It doesn't have that kind of polish. It's not, it doesn't mm -hmm. feel quite right, but it feels not high budget. Right. But it feels familiar. And it's like right. the interesting thing is almost apparent from playing it is like it's. It feels bigger than an indie game, but, yeah. but not 
you know, a Zelda game, right? It's like in that it, weird it middle right, ground, right? right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And like you for $17, it's like, man, this feels like a lot of game for seven because the environments are big. The combat and the mechanics are, mm-hmm. you know, uh, bigger than you like your, you know, it's a, it's complex. It's not as simple. I feel like it has to be if it's going to be that type of game. Yes. Yeah. For it to land. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad or anything, but I saw some positive reviews and I said to save a couple bucks and I need something to do on these awesome Joy-Cons. So I grabbed it. Cool. Good. What about you, Garrett? Uh, Well, I've been going through a lot of games, actually, just playing. Um, Just to catch up with World Ends With You, um, I'm almost done with like the first major part of the game. So this this game is split into three weeks. Sorry if it's spoiling anything for you guys, but it is split into three the weeks. The game's it's, been out for so long. There's no it's spoilers. It's like 12 years or something like that. Um, spoiler and I'm warning. On the, spoiler warning. It's oh, DS late. game. <laughs> <laughs> DS game, exactly. Um, I'm on the first major boss, which is pretty hard. Um, I think the boss levels on this, it's one of those, like it's a huge difficulty jump or paywall. It gets kind of cheap. I, I feel like with the gameplay where it kind of hits you, it's like, well, how am I supposed to defend this in any way? It's like you can try to different loadouts and pens or whatever. But I just want to say this game is getting on the level of persona in terms of character development, in terms of world building. And I absolutely cannot wait to do um, uh, to see the new game this year. Because if they keep up with like the same type of level building and like where the characters are going, if they do that with just a new set of characters with a new fresh coat of paint of gameplay, I, I think they're in for a phenomenal game. So I'm very much looking forward to Neo World Ends With You. It's coming out this year. When when does that come out? Uh, they haven't set a date. I think it, they say summer. but um, okay. And they also uh, announced an anime with it, which is like super dope. Okay, I can see this being an anime as well. Um, I think they have enough there to like really make it really cool. So I just want to say world ends with you. I'm still really enjoying it. Um, and I think, uh, like the latest mechanic I learned is that, you know, how there's different pens and these pens have different gestures to attack. And so these pens also have different brands, like fashion brands. And so you have, it's like fire, water, ice, Pokemon attacks, you know, it's like you have your own brand and then in each section of the map, depending on, uh, like it it shows you what has bonuses and what is kind of weak or weak to the, these certain types of monsters in this area. And so you have to adjust your brands or your pen loadouts, depending on what section of the map you're in. So it's getting like, each time I'm going through each day in each mission, it's giving me an extra layer of mechanic to like think about. Hmm. So I think I would like that part of it. That sounds like that would be. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Um, so again, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, the touchscreen kind of gameplay is a little dated now, but I'm still going through it. It still feels really nice. Um, but yeah, that's good stuff. Um, all right, guys, let's talk about Balan. Wonderworld. Oh boy! The demo. I've only heard That's things. I haven't thing. tried the demo. <laughs> it's. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not good. It's awful. <laughs> it's not good. Um, I want to get scenes like really pretty and stuff. Okay, cutscenes is on the level of dragon, like Dragon Quest, right? It's it's that level of polish with the with the animations and the and like Dragon Quest builders and stuff like that. And I'm like, so this it, it's a really nice presentation 
of that. Then you go into the game. It's like, oh, no. Um, first off, I just want to say the Switch version is not the best version, of course, um, to the level of I if you think uh, if you think Immortals Phoenix Rising is a, is a late PS2 game, this is an early PS2 game, late PS1 game. I'd rather play Sly Cooper. Or, okay, but Garrett, or, here's the thing. It's not the yeah. graphics that are the reason why this is a bad game. Yeah, this I know. could be the most gorgeous game in the world. I, I know. Okay. That's why I want to get this out of the way. <laughs> it, it, it looks terrible. All right. Let's get that out of the way. It looks bad on Switch. It looks so much better on PC or whatever. Um, I So in this demo, you have two levels and then like a boss level. And the kind of the novelty behind this is that there's several costumes that you can get into, and each costume has a certain mechanic. And you have only one mechanic, really, and it's the jump button. You can only really jump in this game. And then you go into a costume, let's say a wolf, and this wolf kind of has this spin attack whenever you jump. It's like, all right, now you can break blocks now. And it's like, great, okay, cool. Um, and then the levels... Um, so this is like, this first world was just like about a farmer or something like that being like, kind of like influenced by evil or whatever. So you're trying to figure that out or whatever. It just looks so weird. Like it, everything felt disorganized. I was confused most of the time where I was supposed to go. They were trying to do this cool animation where as you walk, kind of like inception where like it kind of lays down the field like from front down to like a like like down to your like level i don't know it's, it was a very weird animation and they do it all the time and i'm like i feel so lost and so and then you're trying to collect these gems and I'm like all right let me collect these yellow gems these purple gems or whatever and i i just i don't know i i just felt like everything about it was just so disorganized so and when like, I first saw the trailer for this game, when they first revealed it, I didn't think it looked that great, but I was kind of under the impression that this was more of a thing for kids. Yeah. Uh, but it, from what you were saying, it doesn't even sound like kids would enjoy it. Um, it's I, I would not give this to a kid either, because I don't know if they could figure out where to go. <laughs> like, there's no direction behind it. And the funniest thing in this game... The, in the middle of all this level that you're trying to get through, the animals that you're kind of resembling the costumes, they're dancing in the middle, like like multiple animals. They're just dancing with the song that's that's like playing. And then you when you're trying to get close to them, they like it's like they disappear. It's like Why? it's like it's just a pixelated animation where they just don't want you to touch, I guess. So wait, is this demo like when is the game coming out? Is it meant to be a demo that's like we're going to take feedback and make it better? Or is this like the demo to purchase the game? This is month? the first two levels, I think. This oh, is the first two wow. levels in the boss. Um, and so the boss level that actually felt like the most like the most intricate part of this game. And even at that, I beat that boss in 10 seconds. It was just like you had to use each costume to like kind of figure out how to beat it. And it was just so like, okay, this is kind of pointless. So I don't know, guys, this this game, not good. Play any other like indie 3D anything platformer, else. anything else. <laughs> play Hat in Time, play a ukulele. You can play 
oh, I don't know, like all sorts of 3D platformers. Just it, this is not a good one. And then so the, you know, Balan, you know, that crazy mascot dude. So that is actually a, you can be him as a mini game. And I thought that was cool too, because he's like flying around or whatever, but it's just a bunch of quick time events where it's like, you kind of just have to click the right time where it, it connects with his shadow. And then he's like, fun. all right. And now you beat down this weird crystal thing. And I'm like, what is going on? I have no idea what's going on or what I need to do or what I'm supposed to do. So that's weird. I fun. think, and it sounds like one of those demos where they really shouldn't have put out a demo because I think it's going to hurt sales. Yeah. And I, it's yeah, funny but, because, but if you had bought it, they would have been worse. <laughs> oh, it would have been way worse. <laughs> if you go to the store page, priced, right? It's full price. It's sixty yeah, it's bucks. Sixty dollars. Yeah. If you go to the store page on Switch, there's no video. Yeah. There's when, no trailer. When you see video yeah. of people playing the game. You're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. I there's, never thought like from the trailer. I thought this looks awful. Like people were very excited about this. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, no, I was the same. It's was because it, the, direct? it was in uh, like a PlayStation Direct yeah, it was or something. It was in a yeah. Nintendo Direct too. I was it like one of those partner showcases. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. The Oof. the creator, or art director, or whatever. They, he's the creator of Sonic. Yeah, and 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 those types of games. And also I'm like, overrated. <laughs> I know that's overrated, <laughs> but you can actually play through, and it makes coherent sense True. to go through a, it some, is a some game. Sonic games. Yeah, this does not seem like a game. It just seems like a mash of ideas that I have no idea what's mm. what they're trying to do. It's like an anime that they turned into a video game. Is this the yeah. the developer's first game? No. So the developer, it's a collaboration between, well, it is one, uh, probably their first game because like Balan Studios or whatever. So they're going to try to make they're this out of a franchise. They're called Balan Studios and they Something made it like Balan Wonder It's the, self, it's it the self-titled album. It's the first album. Yeah. Album. Oh, no. So, yeah. Hold on. Developer is, oh, crap. Um, it's, it's balance something. And then they're a balance company. Yes. It's <laughs> their first, first game. Oh no. Oh, um, boy. formed by Yuji Naka, who is the art in with art director Naoto Oshima, creators of Sonic the Hedgehog and Nights into Dreams. That's so. weird. And they're having help with another studio that does like other smaller Nintendo games or something, but I forgot which studio it was, but guys stay away from this. Stay away, far away from this. That's a shame because I feel like good modern 3D platformers are few and far between. Yeah. I feel like any of them that come out, they just kind of fall in their face. I feel like a lot of them, they do good enough, right? They're like, like good a lot enough. of them. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, okay, this is a 3D platform we can go through and, and beat. This one is like, no, nah, this is like borderline. If, if you could play through this, it's, it's not going to be a good game at all. No. You're not going to enjoy yourself. Um, but yeah, that's that's my impressions with Balan Wonderworld. Garrett oh my fell gosh. on the sword so you don't have to. <laughs> just just the demo too. It's not even like it's the full game. It was 15 minutes wasted. I was just like, no. I never. I can't get back ever. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, boy. Really quick. I, I Yes, I went back to my Vita. I did. I got um, one of the he's really phone East... left out on the PlayStation Five stuff, so he's like, just yeah, I got in for it. He's found his Vita and pulled it out. <laughs> I was like, this is something I that no one else has. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I played one of the Yeast games. So Yeast is a very long-standing JRPG yeast? franchise. Yeast. Yeast. Like yeast? What? Yeast. Are you making no. bread over there? I'm not making bread. Yeast. Um, yeast. Anyways. Did you eat the Vita? I'm playing Yeast Origin. <laughs> he hates us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. It's a fun little. It I, it reminds me of um, man. What's that one SNES game you played last Jack's year, Rebecca? That's action based. I played like six of them. Be more I, well, specific. <laughs> it was action based SNES game. Um, <laughs> Secret of Mana that didn't narrow Not, it down at all. <laughs> it, it, Secret of Mana and the other one I forgot it, that that took you a while to beat. Illusion of Gaia. Yeah, yeah I never beat was, that. <laughs> you never beat that one. Well, it's kind of similar like that. Um, it's, it's an action-based 3D game where you like go through a tower. It's like it's like Metroidvania-ish, but without a map, which kind of sucks. Oh, I hate um, that. Yeah, it's it's a 3D guided world, but with 2D sprites, and then you just kind of like go through and like beat some monsters, and like there's a story there, but you kind of not like want to pay attention to it and just just go through and just beat some you know monsters. Type it's, of games. Yeah. Just go through and just watch a show while you just go through some monsters. It's pretty fun. Cool. Good bosses. Good bosses in there. So cool art. I'm done. Yep. Very cool art. Actually, <laughs> it's very bland art in that game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go there for the art. No. All right. We got a lot of snow this week. Um, yes. Gary, you probably did too, right? Not as much as you guys. Not as much. We yeah. got hit hard with the snow. I'm. Um, Sure, you know, Elaine, was she talking about last night? I missed the show. <laughs> how much snow did you get? So I don't know how many inches we got, but it was probably at least seven or eight, if wow. not yeah. more. Um, they predicted, I think, eight to ten. I don't know if we got quite that much, though. Yeah, but, we got about so five. I, Since I work in education, I ended up getting off from work Monday and Tuesday. So I had a little bit of more time for gaming. And so what I decided to do is I'm doing a lot of Zelda stuff on my stream this month for the Zelda anniversary. So I decided what better time than to play the first original Legend of Zelda for the NES for the very first time. I grew up kind of like dabbling in that game like I, I my first experience with it was on the collector's edition that gamecube um mm -hmm. uh disc but i was pretty young and i didn't really know what to do and i was kind of too young to really like look up any guides or anything like that um and i it just didn't really hold my interest for too long so i never really got past like the first little couple areas or dungeon or anything like that so i decided i would finally sit down and play the whole thing and um i did and I decided I'm not going to use any of the save states on this because I played the Switch version mm -hmm. on Switch Online. I said I'm not going to use any save states or rewind or anything. And I used that hand-drawn game guide by Phil Philip Summers. I don't know if you've seen that amazing mm -hmm. art. I had his copy of the book. Um, and I was just going to use that as my resource and nothing else. And so I ended up beating it. It took about eight or nine hour uh, hours. Um, so many secrets in that game. I never will be able to do it without a guide just because of how cryptic the games were back then. Like, how would you know to bomb this wall if there's no crack or anything like that? And like, I knew that going into it. Uh, I didn't really find the combat to be as hard as I was expecting it to be. Like, I died like 30 times. Uh, so it, it was a little bit hard, but it was like, it was more manageable and more forgiving than I expected it to be. Because I was kind of going into it thinking, oh, my God, like, if I die, I'm going to lose all this progress. But the game really doesn't punish you that much. 
Um, so it was really cool to go back and see Zelda's Roots, you know, my favorite franchise, um, you know, and just finally do that for myself for the very first time. Cool. Is it is it top three Zelda game? I wouldn't go anywhere <laughs> near that stage. <laughs> It's not one of my highest ranked. No, I mean, the series obviously is very different now. It's just very cool to see the evolution of it, especially mm -hmm. since, you know, some of these more recent games are fresh in my mind, like Breath of the Wild. Um, but um, I'm glad that I did it. I feel like Good. to call myself as big of a Zelda fan as I am and not have played the first game for myself until just now, I had to do it. So That's quite an accomplishment, that es yeah. especially without save states and you just... Didn't look I wanted up on the to internet. do that. Yeah, I yeah. really wanted to do it that way. Like, I will use a guide. I'm not like, I'm not above that because I'm not trying to. I have other yeah. things that I want to play. It would take me so long without a guide. I, I think you're meant to use a guide in a way, right? Like, especially. They had, yeah, they had like kind of a a guide in the manual. It yeah. didn't really yeah. have all of the um the secrets checked off, like where the potion shops are and things like that. Like, you're meant to find that on your own. Um, but you know, I I don't have. 30 hours to bomb like walls and burn That's true. and stuff like <laughs> they, they had all the time in the world back then but not they now. did not yeah now. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm glad i did it that's pretty much really all that i played this week that i can really mm -hmm. think of um it was nice getting some more gaming time in um you know over the snow days so cool will you do the one. same for uh zelda 2 i will not do the same for zelda 2 i will definitely use save states for zelda 2 because i enjoy <laughs> I my sanity <laughs> <laughs> that game is not meant to be enjoyed period so that's why i hear yeah so i am not that insane um and i uh, piper i have played one of the cdi games just saying Oof. but yes so that was my my zelda experience this week and and i'm gonna keep going all month long I'm not doing any nice. <laughs> You're I mean, not playing any old Zelda the games. CDI, the original Zelda 2. Oh. Nah. No. Good. Link to the Past is like probably the earliest hell. Well, yeah, Link to the Past is still a solid oh, good yeah. game. It's a really it good game. Yeah. This game does not hold Zelda 1 doesn't hold up. I would no. not say that at all. Of course not. Um, but it's, you know, if you're a mega fan like me and you haven't gone back and played it, it's cool to see where the series um originated. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right, well, let's get into this week in Nintendo, and let's kick it off with uh, more of the same. We've been talking about this all year. Nintendo Switch posted their most recent financials, and uh, they're through the roof. The Switch has now <laughs> sold 79.87 million units, eclipsing the lifetime sales of the 3DS. That includes 21 million units hardware sold in 2020 alone. It's a 24% increase over the 16.9 million they sold last year. In the same time frame, remember the Switch is a, almost it switches at 80. In the same mm -hmm. time frame on market, PS4 was around 67, PS2 was around 69, and the Wii was just under 75. It's outpacing all of those. It is actually what? outpacing every product that, that they've ever released, with the exception of the DS. Um, and then for a lot of different market reasons, I don't necessarily think those are very comparable. Mm -hmm. um, the Switch should surpass the Wii's lifetime sales uh, by the end of the year, um, if if all basic you know trends hold true. Projections, even if they have a, a, a slightly lighter year, they should still pass yeah. pass Wii, and that's uh, that's that's pretty insane. Um, before I get into the software, I mean, <clears throat> it's it's both not shocking. But also, like when you look at it and you put it into context, it's still 
is kind of shocking in the sense that we had 100 million Wii's sold, mm-hmm. then we sold 13 million Wii U's, and then we have <laughs> 100 million Switches sold. And That's a magnitude. It really difference. is. Oh it, my goodness. That's insane. Uh-huh. And it's that, like, that's literally insane. And I mean, I, I definitely understand that, of course, it's for a lot of different reasons, but I wanted to ask this. What do you guys think is the... What do you think is the main reason that the Switch has found an audience where the Wii U and and quite frankly, I mean, mm. not that the 3DS didn't find an audience, but has found a bigger audience than the 3DS did. Than the 3DS or than the Wii U? Just both, both. of them. Both. Yeah. Well, I think the Switch like the Switch's pace, like we're seeing the Switch sell in a way that neither of those consoles did. I think there's two main factors. The marketing is supremely different yeah Mm -hmm. and then the games i think those are the two things that they went Mm -hmm. really really wrong with the wii u and then to a certain extent the 3ds because the 3ds didn't really have the games at first right yep those are the two big factors that they had that from the get-go with the switch i waited on on 3ds myself the games, the price, everything fell off. I was like, no, this yep. isn't worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still think of the 3DS, I, even though we play it all the time. It still feels like a kid system where I feel like the Switch is, this is a family unit. And so I think that's one thing is like, it's a, probably a broader audience. But also the Switch Lite, that's a good price for it to just get into the ecosystem. 200 bucks. The Switch Lite outsold the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually, I to be honest with you, when I saw the number when Rebecca shared it, I actually thought maybe the Switch Lite would have sold have sold more, because um, mm-hmm. if you're looking at this eighty million, then it's making up a like kind of a fraction. And it's I know, only yeah, it, it, I know, year. I know, yeah. I know all the reasons, but like, I still felt like maybe it would have because of the price. I felt like maybe there'd be more, like it'd make up more of the, you know, of kind of the pie than it currently right. does. It still doesn't right now. You know, it's still kind of like other business. The Switch. The main switch is the core business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think all of your points are, are correct. I mean, I think, like I said, I think it's for a bunch of different reasons. Garrett, mm-hmm. I do think you're, you're spot on. Nintendo, they always target everyone. But with the Switch, they specifically targeted gamers with money, which is kind of yeah. like the PlayStation space, right? They really targeted like that 18 to 35 demo. Um, mm-hmm. We saw it with like Karen on rooftops and things like that, and people playing basketball. Like they really, really wanted to go after them. We could play Skyrim, and then yeah. they kind of, and they they always had their you know their um, family friendly, children focused stuff. But it it was on the back end of that, right? It wasn't the front end. It was like we want gamers. By the way, your kids will love playing Mario Kart and Pokemon mm-hmm. again, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think that's a big part of it. Um, I did want to ask how how much do you think of this is. Uh, the fact that they launched with a, a Zelda game that hit the way that it did. Quite big, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, the games were there from the get-go. It wasn't just Zelda, but it was also that year Mario Kart and Mario mm-hmm. Odyssey and all of those other big hitters that are still at the top of those top 10 sales list. And think about like what the Wii U launched with and as you mentioned, the 3DS launched with and the fact they lacked that big attraction. You're know, like, I wonder if they'll... If you're looking forward, like, I wonder if we'll ever have a, you know, a Switch 2 or whatever, if they'll hold for the next Zelda yeah. game to be ready. Like, if, if this is a lesson learned for them, it's like, hey, we really need to kind of do, because it's worked, right? In the past, it's worked. When they launch a system with a Mario game or a Zelda game, it tends to work out well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 64 launched with Mario 64, 
mm-hmm. GameCube uh, launch with Wind Waker? It launched. It was later. It did, a little later than right. that. And I the think. GameCube didn't even sell spectacular. Yeah, the game, GameCube didn't. But the Wii launched with Twilight Princess and Wii Sports. And Wii that Sports. thing was dope. Yeah, Wii Sports was huge. So it seems like when they when they get a big franchise game out in front of things, like people adopt it faster than when they don't, or when they wait on it. Um, yeah. So I mean, I bought my Switch like right then and there, like like round launch period year because of Breath of the Wild. And I'm I'm I never had a Wii U. I was like I'm fine with 3ds. I think another thing is that the 3ds people and and the home console players got together that first year. It's like all right, this is this is the console now for Nintendo. And yeah. then I think yep. that momentum just really carried through. I think with timing, all those games. timing the fact yeah. that they had the portable console thing right at the you know at the time. Yeah, it makes yep. sense. Animal Crossing has now sold 31.18 million units. It is the only wow. exclusive title to ever sell more than 30 million units in a single calendar year. You'll love to see it. Oh my goodness. Love to see it. A single calendar year. I remember when you look back at like Nintendo's software and you see like some real juggernaut sales numbers like back on Wii, like Mario mm-hmm. Kart and like I know, like, I think Smash was up there. I think Mario Kart sold, like, 30 million units on Wii. It's like, man, that was insane. That'll never happen again. And here we are in Animal Crossing sells 30 million in one year. <laughs> I also feel like gaming is starting to become po- more popular in the mainstream mm-hmm. again, the way that Definitely. it was in the Wii days. Definitely. Because Definitely. I do think that went away. And it's back. The All the kids just... at my school love Animal Crossing. They love the Switch. They love just games in general. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that wasn't there for, for a while. The market's bigger than it's ever been. I mean, the pie mm-hmm. has just right. grown to to a point it's never we've never had. Um, but thirty million is in one year, that is that is bonkers. Mm. Um it represents an attach rate of nearly forty percent given the amount of switches that have sold. That's so crazy. It really is. <laughs> Wow. I wouldn't have guessed anywhere near that. But yeah, here's the thing with Animal Crossing. I do feel like m- not a ton, but many of those are duplicate sales. A lot of Animal Crossing fans are extremely passionate. And the fact that you can only have one like island per whatever is it, console or game or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. you're going to have a lot of hardcore Animal Crossing fans that will buy multiple copies of the game. Sure. I have two. Yep. I, I think out of the 20 million units that were sold in 2020, I think over 80% got it with Animal Crossing. That, I think that, there's like, a big portion of this group that have just bought it just for Animal Crossing and like not yeah. bought yeah. anything else. Um, yeah, I, I could think that. I think a lot of non-gamers, because I was yeah. talking to my girlfriend about this just last year in general, All like like two or three of her friends is like, hey, have you gotten the Switch? It has Animal Crossing now, and we can do all these sorts of things. And I'm just yeah, like, Victoria's wow. Victoria's a uh, girlfriend at church, and she got a Switch Lite for Christmas just for Animal Crossing. She's never mm-hmm. had a video game ever. Her parents yeah. have never given her video games, but she wanted one for Animal Crossing to play with Victoria and the girls, you know, so they play together. I wore my new beanie with the little Celeste, the Animal Crossing Celeste hat to, um, mm-hmm. to work, and I wore it out at recess, and all of the girls flocked to me. They're like, I love your Animal Crossing beanie. Like, they recognized it. Like, yeah. it's so mainstream now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like that Wii Sports kind of craze, right, where you kind of branch out. And it's a good thing or it's a bad thing, right, because it's a great thing. You sell so many copies and it's successful, but you want to convert those people and you want to get them buying more stuff. A lot of extra things, yeah. Yep. Um Mario Kart 8 Deluxe passed 33 million units sold. 
Amazing. Animal Crossing's gonna pass that. Well, of course <laughs> so, it is, but like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe came out seven years ago. I know. That, I but know. But the fact that that's 33 million that's is ins- the reason why we're not gonna get another Mario Kart on the Switch. I mean, why would you? You just keep selling what you've got. I just don't know why they're not doing DLC. Yeah. I, I feel would, like I would really get excited. I think a it. really large portion would buy yeah, the DLC. For sure. I would buy it. And I would, and I would, amount. And I would play Mario Kart for like a month if they came out with like yeah. real DLC. Give us yeah. a one Grand Prix actual battle maps and like two new characters and charge 20 bucks for it. Yeah. They could make it seriously low effort and it would still sell like crazy. Yeah. They could only do, you know, retro tracks from a previous game. Yeah. They don't even have to come up with anything nah. new. Just one Grand Prix. Give me yeah. just a couple new tracks, a couple, a racer or two. If you want, you don't even have to, but I would like a character or two. Um, my only thing for DLC for Mario Kart, again, is I want I would like a proper battle map. I don't need eight of them. I just need a proper battle map. Mm-hmm. And I won't even, I'll give up on my Black Fort. It doesn't even have to be Black Fort. Just give me a proper <laughs> battle map. <laughs> just a real battle map. That's it. That's all I really want in life. But that's insane. I don't insane. play the battle map enough. 33 million. <sighs> You know why you don't? It's because the maps suck. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Mario Odyssey, Pokemon, Sword and Shield, Breath of the Wild, Smash Ultimate have all sold over 20 million units. That makes Pokemon Sword and Shield the highest selling Pokemon game since Gold and Silver. Wow. And we're in our echo chamber of people who are hating on Sword and Shield and Nintendo just shrugs and says, we don't hear it. Yeah, you remember how many people were boycotting and head of the, the national decks and all that? And 20 million copies later, they're like, and? Yeah, they, let's they take don't hear more it. Pokemon away. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't take enough away. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I got this from Bloomberg. Um, soon to enter its fifth year in the market, the portable switch sold wow. 11.6 million units in the holiday period. Um, that's up 7% over the year earlier. Sales remain strong even after the holidays as Nintendo has sufficient component supply for now, despite industry-wide shortages, President Shintaro Furukawa said. He added that his company <laughs> doesn't plan to announce a new Switch model anytime soon. There we go. <clears throat> soon as in two months, right? So you got and every time, here, he's, every time he has said this, we have got a new console announcement shortly after. Really? Didn't it happen with the 3DS into the new 3DS where he said, we don't have anything to announce anytime soon, but soon is extremely relative. Okay, I'm not saying him. I'm saying you the company. The Nint- yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. You. I don't then, remember. And then for the Switch no, and right the Switch there. Lite, you're they right. said the same thing for the Switch Lite, and then later that year they announced the Switch Lite. I think they oh, announced the, D- the 2DS like two weeks after Miyamoto said there wasn't one. <laughs> yes, maybe it was the 2DS that I'm thinking about that. I then. think that was well, true. The difference is last year when he made this kind of general statement, he said doesn't plan to announce a new model in 2020. But now he's saying don't plan to announce it anytime soon. That's extremely careful wording. And like you said, he doesn't want to hurt the sales of the ones that are on the shelves right now. But they can very well soon could be the rest of this month. They got Mario systems to sell. They got Monster Hunter systems to sell. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel I feel really confident in letting you know that. We will not see any Switch Pro until sometime after Monster Hunter. <laughs> like it's, I still, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, not <laughs> yeah, that. No, I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> the word "soon" could be very, like I think that's very careful wording on purpose. I okay. think they're like planned. They're ready to go. It's like, all right, we're we're good for now, and I, I think they're gonna. And, and I think uh, I read Jeff Grubb talking, you know, talking about it in an article. It's like they're gonna have to 
plan this out very accordingly of like projecting their sales. When are they going to go down? They're not too sure right now because of the pandemic going on and everything's yep. in flux. They're, they're going to have to pull the trigger sometime. Well, that's spot on analysis. They're not going to. Well, here's the thing. They don't have to do anything until the switch right. begins to wane. If the switch continues to sell at this pace and it continues to sell without a constant flood of software, like 2020 wasn't the stellar year of software. You know, yep. Animal Crossing, don't get me wrong, that's great. And like there was really great, like Ring Fit sold extremely well. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you guys saw it sold, I think, 9 million copies for And now it's because of the that's pandemic. <laughs> that, that really is. Yeah, and I think uh, Clubhouse sold really well. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's not like they didn't have games, but we all as as gamers, when we talk about a software lineup for a year, wasn't their strongest that they've had, right? We expect a stronger right. one this year, at least I do. And if they're continuing to sell at that pace without software pushing it, there's really no need. There's no need to push mm-hmm. it. There's, I mean, why would you cannibalize your own software? Like, it would be silly to, yeah, to do something else now. It's a bad move. <laughs> like, you're mm-hmm. just cannibalizing your own potential sales. Like, if anything, you're just going to keep selling. As Garrett, as you bring it up a lot of times, they make hand over fist off these components that are several it's, it's years old. Ridiculous. So they're so like, much profit. I think, and I actually think it'll be an external factor. I think, mm-hmm. and I don't think this is like any sort of smart projecting i think anybody i think this is basic common sense when it comes to economics once the playstation 5 and the series consoles find footing and can actually start to meet demand Mm -hmm. and starts to eat into whatever switch is doing that's when they're going to come out and they'll show their new thing they want to keep that momentum going but there's no need right now who's who are you competing because they're not in shortage i think i think that makes sense um if I think if the Switch continues to sell well, even with the other consoles coming on in and being more readily available, mm-hmm. I don't even think they would pull the trigger then. Yep. Um, no you're right. That's going to be when yeah when when it starts declining. Yep. And and here's the, if they have games, they've got big games like big stellar games. They may even just say like let's see what let's what 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 does Switch do with Bayonetta three and Pokemon in the holiday lineup against you know, PS5 and Series X. Like, let's right. see what it does. They mm-hmm. don't have to pull the trigger until they actually see the dip. And then once they get the dip, then they introduce the new model, they resell, they cut the price, they're back on top, and they just keep this momentum train going mm-hmm. um, until Zelda comes. Until Zelda comes. Whenever that is. I just want to switch, bro. <laughs> I do, too. I just want Zelda. I do, too. I mean, That's you it. know I do. I've Yeah, you know I do. And I just wanted I wanted to buy one so fast, but... When you really look at it, there's just, man, there's no reason to do it outside if we just want one. Not really. <laughs> there's no good reason to do it. Uh, Nintendo apparently will be replacing its multiplayer environment soon. Uh, this began yeah. making the rounds on Monday. Um, here's a breakdown from Nintendo Everything. Nintendo's been using Ubisoft's own Next multiplayer system for about 10 years. Um, they used it quite a bit on Wii U and 3DS, and apparently they're shifting to a new system titled MPLN, and the Monster Hunter Dinner was the first one to use this new system in the public, um, and they wanted to test how it loads. Now, I saw a lot of people get real excited about this, and I think I, yeah. I understand it's multiplayer and all that, um, but I, I started reading like some Reset Era forums and threads on this. I mean, it, it's- Oh, no, like, you went down the rabbit hole oh. with this one. <laughs> I wanted to try and find, what I was doing is I was trying to fact, like, I wanted to see if there was anything that was like, going to tell me how awesome this multiplayer system right. is. And I couldn't find anything like that. There were people like, it's it's a lot of the same thing. Like, I don't expect like one day they'll flip a switch and suddenly everything will be amazing. And like, I don't think it's going to be the case. 
I don't think that's going to be the case either. Like, I played that Monster Hunter demo, and I just didn't think of it, right? Exactly. I didn't think it, it was a noticeable like, thing. If this right. wasn't leaked, I don't think anybody would have known. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So. I don't suddenly think you're never going to have a drop in Splatoon or Smash after they flip the Switch. It could no, be just I mean, a... Other consoles, they have just as many, like, not just as many problems, but mm-hmm. it's not a perfect system elsewhere. Yeah. It could be just, like, a increased server capacity of some kind or just better, I, I don't honestly, know, feedback I time. It, I honestly or... think it's just newer. I think it's just modernizing. There yeah. were mentions in some of the, the funny tweets and stuff about this is apparently that next system they have says code for, like, Windows 98 and stuff in it. Like in their diagnostics and stuff. They're, like, checks, like, diagnostic checks where it runs through that, checking the OS and stuff, which is funny. So those are just memes waiting to happen. Exactly. So it, yeah, it's like yeah. So I think I think it's just modernizing. They're just they we, we've seen the Mario 3D world where it buffers. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen it. Um, in more pressing news, this week Respawn and EA announced that Apex Legends will arrive on the Switch on Tuesday, March 9th, day for my birthday, and mm-hmm. not this week at the start of season eight. To make up for releasing mid-season, Switch players will get 30 free levels for the Season 8 Battle Pass and double XP for two weeks. Panic Button is handling the development of the Apex port to Switch, following their track record with Rocket League, Doom, and Wolfenstein. I love Panic Button. I saw you tweeting this, so I wanted to ask you this. Do you mm. own a Panic Button port? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Why, question. Because, like, talking about how much right, I love yeah, them. No, no, because, yeah, you say um, it all the time, and I was like, Rocket wait, does she League. play Doom Well, I stuff? play a lot of Rocket League, but okay. I just I think that, like, what we've seen them it's do very is impressive. impressive. Very impressive. And so, it's true, magic. I don't like a lot of their games. Rocket League, I think, is the only one I play, but I feel like every single time we see their name come up, we're like, wow, this looks amazing. Okay. Like they do a they do a miracle job. So yeah, they I do like them. I don't think Wolfenstein's a miracle, but they have. Doom Eternal looks like a miracle. It works. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> they Wolfenstein put it on too. Switch. Like, what more do you want? <laughs> you guys. Like, they didn't do Outer Worlds, right? Did they do out Outer I hope Worlds? <laughs> I, I forgot who did Outer Worlds. I hope but, not. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that that's it's this is interesting because there were a lot of people who were like, we're going to get a Partner Direct showcase. It's going to happen today because yeah. EA is having a thing and Apex is releasing today. And then I think a lot of people are caught off guard and they're like, we'll see you in March. It's kind of a, That was a little off-putting, kind wasn't of a it? Gut punch when it, you're just like, oof. They kind of had to say something because it was the start of the new season and yeah. like we we saw. This like, is where evidence. bad communication or, or no, not even bad communication, no communication gets away from you. That's when right. Twitter and stuff begin well, to tell the story for you instead of you. And wasn't there the like a, a leak, which I guess maybe wasn't so accurate? And yeah. yeah, I feel like people take people see that and they take that for word and then they expect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. that's why you should never believe leaks until it comes out as official. And that's why when uh, a company sees that stuff going out, that's why it's important to put it to bed. Yeah, and, they you know, that's why hey, it's important guys, to have those this people. This is what's going to happen. Exactly. Get out there and get your message straight. Like, that's on them. I saw a lot of people that were upset about this. They were really upset that they had to wait another month. And what, I, what did you? I don't know. Go ahead. I tweeted out. I was like, look, I know some of you are upset, but like February's got a lot of games. <laughs> Calm down. That's so many. We'll be here Mar- March before you know it. Chill out. You'll be fine. It's kind of weird, though, that they're releasing it mid-season. Maybe they just had to get a little bit more time in. But, like, from from the community or Apex people, it's like, 
this is a little weird that it's starting mid-season. How is, uh, like, did they talk about cross-progression or anything like that? I was going to ask about cross-saves. There's a blog post up. I didn't read it all. I want to believe... All right, I'm trying to remember this from memory. Chat might help me out. I want to say no cross progression, but there is cross play. I think cross play. Oh, okay. You can play with. Other well, that doesn't people. really help you too much halfway through the season. Yeah, you can. That's play why with other they're people, doing that. But you right. can't. You can't bring any of your stuff over. I think. I think. Mm. But I, I'm not into Apex. To be quite honest with you, I just want to see it run. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just interested in seeing how this port comes over because if it runs well, I think like Fortnite, this could be a big game for Switch. Wait, did they not show any gameplay on I don't the Switch? No, they did not. I have not. Yeah, I've yet to see. There's Apex no trailer run yet on Switch. Oh, well. Yeah, that's it was just a picture of I Apex with Switch. Yeah. And I don't want a trailer. I want to see a Switch system playing. Me the too. Game. <laughs> like when a company comes out with a trailer, I'm like, yeah, no, no thanks. They can make that look however they exactly. want. Exactly. No, look. no. I want to see yeah. the system playing the game. I actually want to see it in handheld or on a TV. I want to see the camera and everything. I want to see all of it. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine if Fortnite's fine, but it'll be like Apex. It won't be ideal. A little bit more in Fortnite. I mean, it's faster. It's twitchier, but like it's gonna be what we always expect with Switch: 720p, 30 frames, and that's what you're gonna get. It does look like it's crossplay compatible. Yeah, crossplay compatible, cross-play. but not cross progression. No, yeah, no cross progression. And that's why they're doing the get 30 free levels yeah, with course. the battle pass and all that help. Yeah, mid season. And I do so. think it's pretty logical based off the leak and everything that we already know it was delayed. It was supposed to be out in the fall. They delayed it here and then they probably wanted to be ready for this week and it's just not ready. Um, Yeah. So yeah, they just need more time. I don't know what the hell this is, Garrett. Guys, get ready. I didn't put this on the docket. We're still talking about this game. (laughs) And Gus announced the deluxe version of the Atelier Mysterio series releasing on Switch. Mysterious or mysterious, mysterious. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> On Switch, April twenty second. All right, guys. The Atelier Mysterious Trilogy Deluxe Pack includes Atelier Fires, the Alchemist in the Mysterious Journey. What? Atelier Sophie, the Alchemist of the Mysterious Book, and then Atelier Liddy and Suelle, which is Sounds already like on Switch. Sounds like an expansion to like Harry Potter or something. What? <laughs> the Alchemist in <laughs> the Mysterious Journey. Guys, I'm not really too excited. I just want to know. Are these the games that you've been talking about? Are these different games? So I'm playing. These are different. I'm playing Atelier Ryza. I played that last year. Yeah, yeah, Terrorizing. Yes, guys. I didn't know how many freaking Atelier games there are. There. Do you guys know how many games there are on Switch alone? Can we rebrand this show to an Atelier themed show? (laughs) Sure. We could do that. Atlier. They all look like the same game, too. Atlier. It's so it's freaky. because they are. I've told you this, Garrett. <laughs> They're the same thing. But, but the, no, no, the later no, ones no, are No, one's better. Lydia, and one of them is Suelle. Yeah, they're different girls, okay? It's all good. Guys, there's 13 different. There's Just 13 games anime on girls. Switch. We 13 gotta, Atelier Can we get games. all 13 for Donnie for his birthday? I can give him one trilogy pack. You give him you another guys, trilogy you pack. do that to me on my birthday. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find new hosts. My birthday is, is on, that that easy to get rid of us. My birthday is a Mario Day of all things, and you—that's what you're gonna do. That's it. That's the thing you come up with. Atlier Rising. Atlier. At I know people Atelier are Lear. What the hell? The mysterious. The alchemist trilogy. of the mysterious. I love the mysterious. Do you say that? He—he—he's like starting to add. Add pizzazz to every word in the thing. The Atlier Mysterios Trilogy Deluxe Save 
back. No, hey, 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 another trivia question for you guys. Oh, what? God. What's the name of the series we're on now? I'll what? give you a hint. What? I don't even understand. Well, okay, the, the Atelier Rises, the Atelier Rises series. What's the name for them? The there's the secret hideout, and then there's the secret fairy. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's called the Secret Series. So you got Mysterious Dusk. It sounds like, like one of those like children's and book. I think expansions. you're just saying things. <laughs> it's like it's like out. the Hardy Boys in the Mysterious <laughs> Alchemist thing or whatever. Like that's all this sounds like. <laughs> Guys, if you're into Atelier games, good for you. Who? If you're Who if, if you're if you're new to the series in the wicked woods. Just play Atelier Ryza 2, the the latest one. It's actually really good. So just just go with those. You don't have to get into the 15 other games there on. I will here. tell you, man, I, I Google it and I see pictures and it's just like it's the same Does thing. Does it look like Marie, it's all the same game? I mean it's just anime waifus. It's just like little <laughs> with alchemy. Little it's the alchemy mechanics. I can imagine the art bunny style. Ears and, yeah, that's all this that. is. And there's so much, like so many hours of it. I couldn't believe how much content they're they're busting out with this. So, but we can't get a good golf game. But we can <laughs> good make, for them. We can make 48 of these. What if we had Atelier Golf? Oh God, I, I'm sure they they would do that. They do so many side would games. Would you? They're, so would you like buy would that? Would I play anime a golf go, game? anime? Anime girl golf? Yeah, I would. would, yeah. I would yeah. yeah, okay. You have to buy every golf. You can game. go on dates and everybody and everybody's golf on PlayStation Four and PlayStation VR. You can go on dates with the anime caddy girl. It's super nice. weird. Nice. Yeah, do you guys All right, know so that? If, no, I had no like clue. you walk out and you like look over a cliff together. And so, like, what is happening? <laughs> Why is That's this very anime? Japanese. It's so Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> guys, if there's ever a tell your golf game, I will gift that to Donnie personally. Fantastic. This is great. This is real good. <laughs> You're um, welcome. We talked about this month has a lot of games coming up, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I wrote down a few highlights. So Haven, Skyforge, and Blue Fire, a game I talked about earlier, they're all out today. Um, Skyforge Jeez. is MMO. Free to play? Free to play MMO. It's on Switch. Really? Yeah. Looks cool. That's kind of cool. I'll, I'll check that out. Haven came to Game Pass. Haven, I played a little bit of. It's really good. Me too. Really yeah. good writing it's, and stuff. It's it's it's. Really I like good. it a lot. Uh, Little Nightmares 2 is out on the 11th. Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury is out on the 12th. Um, I also threw this in here. Halloween Forever is also out on the 12th. This is a very simple little Halloween platformer that I bought on Steam last year. Mm-hmm. Kind of like it. Like, kind of love it. So it's a little cheap game. If you're Why interested. is this coming out in February? I don't know. It should. Have, I, I actually predicted <laughs> it would have come out on Halloween last year, and it's just now making it now. But but it's making it. So how about this? Bookmark it. Wishlist it. Next Halloween, play Halloween Forever. You get a little Skull Kid. You get a little jump on little platforms like old Mario, but it's all Halloween stuff. It's pretty cool. Cool. Thomas Was Alone is the 19th. Persona Strikers comes out on the 22nd. Yes. I have that in my fantasy critic. Oh, it's going to do good. I think it's going to be What was the bet that we said? I said below 80. Oh, it's it's going to be above 80. 80. My guess was 76, 75. Do the Atelier games are above 80 in Metacritic? Of course they are. You know why? <laughs> I should have taken that. You know why? Because there's like, I'm going to go bid on it. Because there's three people like Garrett that review it. There's nobody else. <laughs> nobody plays. Nobody knows. It's just like these three people. They're like, it's an amazing no game. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. He All said right. no joke. <laughs> he said no joke. He's like, that's true. <laughs> uh, have you guys seen this uh, indie game, Taxi Chaos? No, no, I haven't. It's Crazy Taxi. 
without oh, like okay. without the offspring and stuff but like it's crazy taxi and it's coming on switch this is interesting sega's publishing it in non-us territories because it's so close that like they came to a oh. partnership to even release the game that's how crazy taxi it is so if you if you liked crazy taxi you've ever wanted one look into it taxi chaos ghost and goblins resurrection is out on the 25th so is souls like hellpoint I looked at a trailer of that today. I won't be playing that, but that's like a... No, me neither. <laughs> the Capcom Arcade Collection is supposed to be out this month. I couldn't find a date for it, but it's supposed to be out at some point. And then on the 26th, Bravely Default 2 releases. Yes. Alongside Retro Mania Wrestling. Um, so I got Blue Fire today. I'm getting Mario 3D World, and I'm very excited. I'll be playing Persona Strikers on PlayStation, but I'll be playing it for sure. So I've got three big games wow. that I'm buying this month that I'm excited about. What about you guys? Are you getting any of these? I'm surprised you're <laughs> playing it on PS5. The Strikers game? Yeah. I mean, I just I think it's gonna look it's gonna look. Yeah, it's gonna be the best version, 5, course, console yeah. version. Why do you always roll your eyes? I'm not allowed to like graphics on this show. Like Rebecca's just like, no, I need it to be as ugly as possible. I didn't even <laughs> say a word. I can see it in your face. Don't worry, Rebecca. I'll be playing this on Switch. I will I will I will defend wow, just our platform. Instant, I think I just prioritize the, the convenience and portability of the Switch over how it looks. Like I haven't left my house in four hundred days. That's the thing. I, know, I haven't traveled. I like traveled, to play in my really. bed. I, know, I like I know, to play in my I bed. I like to be sitting on the couch watching TV while playing or something and then go up to my bed and it's so seamless and then stream it and then it's just very seamless to me and the I don't care how it looks. The deciding factor for me was Age of Calamity and not just how it looks but yeah. also how it ran. It's not yeah. just how it looks but it's how it looks and how it runs. Um, hopefully Persona will be better. Hopefully Persona will be better. But uh, Oh, it's definitely going to be... I think it will be better on Switch. Mm, I hope. I, I, so. I hope it doesn't dip as I think it'll be exactly the same thing. I think it's the same Anyways. engine and everything. I think it'll be Anyways, I'm getting Persona Strikers. Yes. I did pre-order Mar Mario 3D World and plus Bowser's Fury. So I am getting that. And I'm also getting Bravely Default too. So I, I have my wow. games for the rest of the year, except for Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. That, the, those are my and games Atelier. for the rest of the year. And Atelier. Yeah, and all, Atelier. all 13 games. Jesus. <laughs> what a mess <laughs> and the rebecca what are you gonna play then this month yeah zelda i told 2. you this month is all zelda for me zelda 2 mm. what, maybe what, I'll do zelda which ones are you gonna play though so i maybe i'll do uh, i'm gonna do maybe a little bit of zelda 2 but i decided that like for my streams at least i'm gonna be just kind of doing viewers choice and have people vote and then just play like a little bit and kind of go through the series and because there's some games that i haven't played in a really long time and just kind of jump into where you know wherever it is in the game whether it's the beginning or, or whatnot and just kind of celebrate the series and there's a couple of zelda games that i've never played that i maybe i will for the first time you gonna do wind waker for me yeah well you gotta go vote for it People get vote. on to twitter and vote i'm not doing that that's too much it's a button that you press <laughs> but i'm telling you now <laughs> it's probably I'll, not gonna I'll win anyways vote every time wind waker's in the fall yes wind waker I want to play that game. I want to play it on Switch. So, Me too. I want to play it too. I I'm played. hoping that they have some kind of Zelda Direct in the middle or end of this month and maybe they'll yeah. shut up something or we'll are hoping for that. Too. I don't think that's going to happen. Really? I think I they're really going to have to do something this month. Do they? Why? I think so. Yeah. I, I want to. Just because of the <laughs> I anniversary? I don't think they have to. I they don't have to, but they, they could. They to. could announce the anniversary in June and nothing would really matter. Like I get it for sentimental reasons and everything, it's cool. But it's like they just announced a Mario Switch, a Mario Switch. They just announced a Monster Hunter Switch. They've got these big games coming out. It's like 
It feels like too much. I would just. I feel it. like my, the those Switch it's, versions. I don't think a lot of people are going to get those, like much at all, right? Oh no, I think they're I, I don't sellers. think that. But wait, I don't. They're going to be that, sellers. I know where you're going, Rebecca. I know where you're going. No, I don't. That's well, the, okay. What am I going to say? <laughs> you're going to say I don't think that announcing those things would hinder or impact you announcing this, right? Like a Zelda collection or a Zelda Direct. Yeah, why would announcing new Zelda games affect console sales? No, no, no. It's not that it would affect it. It's just that I think they have announced a lot of things and that you need to spread it out. I think I don't think they would well, announce all of it kind of on top of each other. Like It's not had. on top of each other. It's been weeks. I feel like it's been barren for like the past month. Yeah, we've had nothing. Okay. Okay. I, I think the special editions are nice. And I think the people who are going to want to get those switches will get them. They're going to get them anyway. And it's not but just the, the consoles. I'm it's just not talking the about the general audience. I'm not like, talking about not just the that. consoles. I'm talking about the right. games. These are big games Mario, yeah, yeah. Monster Hunter, Bravely Default. Like, I think you. It's well, not, Mario's it's, already going to be out yep. by the time they have this hypothetical direct. A week or two or three will go by, and then they'll say, and here's what we have planned for Zelda for the rest of the cool. year. Like, I love it. I love it. And then maybe like a shadow drop eShop title, like, oh, we're putting Four Swords Adventures on the eShop. And then here's like, and we'll share Breath of the Wild 2 news later this year. But I don't know. We meantime, dreamed of this. Like, yeah. I feel like we've switched roles all of a sudden. Now I am here. I am just like, no expectations. Like, keep your expectations in check. And Rebecca's <laughs> like, she's going way out there. Like, hey, we're going to have an eShop hey, title. Johnny, this is for Zelda. This is for Zelda. I'm just saying the possibilities. Sure, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm, just, I, I'm imagining it would be something. The like only that. the only reason that I I'm so much trepidatious is that like it's Nintendo usually spaces this kind of news out right they don't drop so much news usually at once. But like, we haven't Garrett's right though we haven't had a lot of news I don't know what news you're For like the past had, two months really no because we've gotten we've gotten these games and we've gotten these games and the console announcements and the Bowser's Fury not for the general audience but it's still marketing. That's all I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the audience. I'm not talking about sales. Mm. I'm literally just talking about marketing and, and your message. Like they've got this out there. They're focused on Monster Hunter. They're focused on on Mario. They're focused how on long, how long is it until we get something new then? Like I think, it's gonna be eventually. I would I mean I if I had to guess, I would say that maybe it's maybe it's after Monster Hunter, but I could just be completely wrong. Maybe you're right. Wow. Maybe you radio silent on Nintendo's plans until the end of what is it, April? I That's feel, March and a March, yeah. There's a part of me that feels crazy because, like, hasn't hasn't that really been what Nintendo's been doing for like the last year and a half? They've been radio silent on a lot of things until basically like right up until the edge, and then they give us some news. Well, not really, because we even found out about things like Paper Mario and stuff like a couple months before it came out last year. Before it like, came out, right? But like we talked to all last year about how that we didn't have a roadmap. For the longest time, it was like, we don't know really what they're releasing. Like, we have, remember, we we had leaks, we had rumors, we had what Jeff Grubb right. said they were announcing. Yeah. We had like a whole year without knowing that those things actually existed. Yeah, I know. But all of those things that we talked about last week, in order for those to start happening, they need to start talking. Because you don't just announce all of these big things and then, oh, it's coming out in a month. Like, a lot of those things that we talked about are months-long marketing things. Good point. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. I just want something out this month. Like, like, give us a partner showcase or an indie whatever. Yeah, because after Monster Hunter, yeah. we really have no idea. Well, we'll yeah. probably... So, okay, if we scratch the Zelda thing, there's still probably going to be a Pokemon Direct at the end of this month. That would be good. That would be nice. Because they've already more or less told us, like, that there's 
some kind of big event. Like they, they've already yeah, kind of started marking that. At this point. They said look out for it. And if there's something to look forward to later this year, they Pokemon usually spends the whole year marketing mm-hmm, whatever yeah. their big project is. Yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. good. That's 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 a very good point. And they always they've done a couple of these, right? Where they'll do these like these little uh, presentations, like in Japan, when they'll show off, you know, like a free to play game or something that usually drops right. that day. Mm-hmm. They'll show off the new thing or a team. Did you guys see the latest thing with Pokemon with the Levi clothesline? Yeah, they're expensive, but they're, they're so cool. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of the the cool shirts that they do too. I really want to get one of the Pokemon dress shirts, but oh, yeah, me they're too. so expensive. There's one like where there's one of every Pokemon. Yeah, it's a it's like a hundred bucks. They or something. are. Which one would you get? Uh, oh man, I had one chosen out, but I have to go back again. But yeah, it, one of those are really cool design. I was like, you know what? If I'm going to get something that's like super fancy overpriced, I don't care. I still that's might, a shirt. might get go. one. Some of them are really nice. And they're, they're, some of them are subtle too, so that you wouldn't even really know that it's Pokemon unless you're Yeah, I would like go to work and I'm like, I yeah. look cool. And it's like, oh, is that is that a Pikachu? When they first announced it, I think they only announced it in men's fit. And then right. I think they they yeah. have it in women's fit too. Yeah. So they, thank goodness they, because they almost never do like you know a specific women's fit for these types of things. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that I could pull off wearing a man's fit. And the Levi's line's interesting. It looks like the audience is really as our age. It's it's people who have money and r- reminiscing of the old Pokemon first mm-hmm. generation stuff. Pikachu, the Misty outfit. They <gasps> literally have a Misty. It's outfit. So expensive, and it's just the jeans and suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most hilarious thing. It's like, how can it's we? It's like one hundred and thirty-five dollars or something like that. I was like, that. how can we rip people off? Yeah. That's how we do it. <laughs> oh, but the jeans with a little Pikachu on it—they're cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These foolish kids will pay anything for this. They're, <laughs> they're adult sizes. Yeah, they're all adult size. Yeah. yeah, I'm just thinking like that's in their boardroom. They're like, they'll pay anything. They will. <laughs> they will. Just put Pikachu <laughs> on there. Any original Pokemon. Yeah, you're good. Got them. Got them. It'd Adam. be fun. I hope you're right, Rebecca. It'd be great. I would love nothing more than a big director splash. And I feel like Pokemon kind of like does things a little bit differently than the rest of Nintendo, anyway. Oh, they so they do their own thing. Theoretically, yeah. like have something Nintendo, and then oop, next week it's they Pokemon. Got snap thing. coming. Like they got to start ramping that up a little bit. Yeah, I, I want to see something. If this is like if what we saw of that game is the meat of what it is, I'm going to be severely disappointed. There's like uh, 80 days out pretty close i want another trial wow. i was hoping um one of the things that i was i, I forgot when we were doing our little predictions and whatnot i was actually kind of hoping that they would have announced like pokemon snap 2 and they show you the game the new game and everything and then they also show you like but we've remastered the first and it's included in the game or something that would like, be that cool, been cool. Yeah. i don't know i would oh, rather well. them make the the new one just way better that you don't even need to go back to the first one ever again mm-hmm. I want to see new mechanics uh, yeah, of some kind. I just sure. want to see more depth to, yeah. to what there, there doesn't is already really there. to be that depth that I'm hoping for. So I'm very hesitant. Pokemon yeah. Direct. Rebecca, she hit us with some questions. All right. We got a question from Jack, who I was watching stream for, <laughs> by the way. He was so good. It was awesome. He told me that he is um, committed to making himself known within the PSVG community. Well, that's I his, asked him. That's his oh, he's, He already is. <laughs> he's shiny bright, man. <laughs> he's he succeeded already. Exceeded um, my expectations. <laughs> I asked him when he was guesting on our show, and he said he's not sure. 
Yeah, he brought that up to me. <laughs> and I was like, uh, Jack, do you really think it's a great idea? We have a 10 year old guest on the Nintendo Jack? He's like, absolutely. He knows his stuff. <laughs> he does know his stuff. And a lot, like, he knows he's his well stuff. well spoken. I was listening to him. He is well spoken. He knows his stuff. He's already better than me. Like, <laughs> I bought him a camera so he can stream from the PlayStation because it just has a little bit more baked in stuff than the Xbox does. Um, but he wants to stream Halo. I was trying to get him to stream some of it. He wants to stream Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, so at some point, maybe I'll set up, um, maybe when I get my new dock, this is one thing I was thinking about. So I got a, I got a new switch and a dock coming. You guys know about it, but our listeners don't. Um, but I've got a new system on the way. And when I get it, I'll have a new dock. So I'm thinking of taking cool. the, the Genki Covert dock that I bought. Remember? The little mm-hmm. one that just plugs into the wall. And I'm thinking about turning into like a, um, just setting it over here on my PC and setting it up as like a streamable thing. Right, I'll pull yeah. out the the Elgato and set it up and everything, and then maybe let him start streaming some Switch stuff because he really likes streaming. Now I'm interested to know how much he likes streaming when nobody's watching, but he really likes streaming. Um, so maybe he's keeping he's, up with the chat really well. He was maybe doing he's great. He's into it. Yeah, try. maybe he's into it. So maybe I'll pull that out and set it up for him so he can stream some Switch stuff. That would be cool because he'll play endless amounts of hours of Fortnite and Pokemon. Like he'll just lose himself into that stuff. Yeah. You know. Cool. He wanted to know, do you think Nintendo should create a controller's design lab like Xbox has, and how would you design yours? So many funny drift things to say. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I would love one, Jack. I would love uh, a custom design controller. Mine would be one side, Atelier-themed, and then the (laughs) other side, Fire Emblem. You know, get all my waifus ready to go, and I'm ready to go. Is that is that is that answer? Um, yeah, I don't even yeah. think we need to discuss this any further. All right, we're good. <laughs> good. You're welcome, Jack. Um, I I at the very very least wish that they would have some kind of shop where you could mix and match all of the Joy-Con options that they colors. currently have, yeah. because first some yeah. of the colors are kind of hard to get yep. if you're just going to the store, especially in They're- certain like colors are hard to get, but especially like a certain color like on the left side. And things yeah. like that are very yeah. difficult to come Some back. of them you have to import because yeah. they're not even, yeah. So I wish that they would have at the very least, like you could just go on the website and say, okay, I want a pink left and a, you know, and a blue right or whatever. Oh, and that would be so cool. It, like they wouldn't have to have any special new designs or anything like that. I know Xbox does it really cool, but at the bare minimum, that's, I think, what, what they should have. He asked me this question, if you guys didn't see on my Twitter, that I've posted pictures of my um, customized PlayStation 5 that I've, I've painted and yep. I've gotten s- stickers and lights and everything. I've also put LEDs in my Xbox and I have a new switch on the way. So Jack is really into like me customizing my stuff. Like he's really, he's like, this is the coolest thing ever, dad. And I'm like, I know, right? Um, <laughs> so he asked me this question and to be honest with you, it really made me appreciate the Xbox design, design lab, which I've never ordered from. And it's me such neither. a throwaway thing, but it's like, yeah, why doesn't everybody have that? Like, that sounds like a no-brainer. Like, we have products. People want them. People would love to customize them. Like, why doesn't everybody do that? Like, I feel like Nintendo would sell gangbusters if they had exclusive patterns or designs or colors. Even Mm -hmm. literally something as dumb as an exclusive color. Like, here is this Nintendo orange that you can only freaking get if you buy it from the Nintendo store. Do you have any idea how Nintendo fans would trip over themselves to get that? People were selling out the retro controllers exactly exactly like, crazy, yeah. like those yeah. dumb nes joy cons that snap on like come on <laughs> you know it's like it is kind of weird that they don't lean into that and i remember 
one of the reasons why I'm so excited about the PlayStation 5 was its custom customization ability. Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. have 10 of these plates. You guys have seen my 3DS plates. Like, I love this stuff. So I'm going to yep. have all kinds of stuff like that. When the Switch was unveiled and they showed the Joy-Cons and they popped them off, I was like, oh, my God. This is going to be amazing. I'm going to have 100 Joy-Cons. We're going to have Mario Joy-Cons and Zelda joy I was completely wrong. I couldn't have been further off. Talk about a huge bummer this entire generation. It's like, how have they not done this yet? They did so well with the 3DS and DS Do you remember the Labo Joy-Cons that they made for that contest? Why didn't they sell those? Sell those. The Monster Hunter Joy-Cons look amazing. Like, I... yes. The matte black ones that are the the developer ones. I this is a bummer. It's a real bummer that Nintendo doesn't do better at this. And here's the thing: it's not like they can't, and it's not like they never have. The 3DS was full of this stuff. Yeah, the 3DS has amazing designs. There were so many designs in that. I was like, wait, that was a design, and like mm-hmm. I, I would just never thought of they it. They just don't have like, to. That's yeah. it. They don't have to. You know why? They're selling like gangbusters. They're selling like crazy. Who cares? Like, how, they're just selling much- them right off the shelf. How much would you pay for them? A hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. I think a hundred dollars for, for a custom set of Joy-Con oh, custom. is yeah. very fair. Hundred twenty dollars even. The atomic, like see-through, transparent colors. I'm a huge yes. sucker for those. I I customized my Pro Controller to have it, but I would buy an official Joy-Con. Like I know I can customize it myself. I know I can do that, but just official. Yeah, you don't want to Nintendo brand ones. You don't like, want to do that. And I love uh, the. I'm, I like the atomic purple too, but I prefer the jungle. The jungle green. Like, well, yeah, all, I'm thinking all man. the colors. Game Boy colors. I would, yeah, Mark, I would be Mark Hart for some jungle green Joy-Cons and a backplate. That would oh, look so good. It would. And you shouldn't have to expect people to have to take apart their controllers to do that. Yeah. If they want. You got to buy them third party, right? Which is what yeah. I've done. Mm-hmm. Which is what I've and done. I, yeah, I've done it. But it's not, it would be more fun if, it, and it would make them more money. <laughs> That's the other part of it. Exactly. It would make them money. Like, I feel like this is like deaf ears. Like, obviously it would be worth it. Like it would be worth them doing. They would make the money would be worth the squeeze. I don't know why mm-hmm. they don't do it. I really don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Cause you think about like GameCube had purple and orange and silver, black, you know, N64, green, of purple, colors, yeah. you know, it's like, this is a thing that they do. They have a long history of doing it. And with the switch, they're just like, here's a yellow one. It's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> And the colors even leave a lot to be desired. There are all these neon glow-in-the-dark colors. It's like, can we get maybe some better colors? Like, even just colors. But yeah. like you said, the see-throughs, things like that. Like, how cool would, like, ghosts or clear Joy-Cons be? That'd be and cool. then there, some of them that were legitimately cool were stuck in bundles, so you couldn't buy them separately. Right. Yeah. yeah, like those Animal Crossings would absolutely sell crazy if you just sold yep. them separately. Why are the Animal Crossing Joy-Cons not sold separately? At least a year after the console, like a year later, put them on the shelf. Make more money. I, I don't get it. This is an actual part of me where I would <laughs> I would really take, if I was a shareholder of Nintendo, on a rampage. I'd have serious, th- <laughs> be so upset. Yeah. Like, do you have any idea how much money you're leaving on the table? Yeah. Slap some of these colors on some shelves, buddy. Let's move. Yeah, they got 18,000 Power-A controllers. You know, like how many Power yeah. A custom controllers? There's a bajillion. Every game has its own custom Power A controller. It's like let's get Power A on some Joy Cons. What the hell? 
A lot of people in chat are talking about how a lot of these things are Japan only. I think they do have the custom design, like the I described with the Joy-Con, they have that in Japan. Mm-hmm. They don't have that here. So the, some of them are sold separately in Japan, the Joy-Con colors. Um, I, Nintendo of America makes really silly decisions. Yeah, I just don't, I don't think it's up to them. But if not, me, not cool art. Not cool art. Not cool art. For me, yeah. I would. As you guys know, like I care a lot about like I like I like making my stuff unique and I like it reflecting things that I like, you know, mm-hmm. obviously you got these damn prints and stuff behind me. I like that stuff. It makes me happy. And I think video games in particular is a market where you can do a lot of that. Just not even video games, consumer electronics. How many people do that with their phone? How many people mm-hmm. have a personalized phone case? You know, it's just like, why aren't we doing that with switches? <laughs> that doesn't make any damn sense. Why aren't we doing that with switches? I don't get it. It can't be a I'm cost like- thing. They can't be selling Joy-Cons at a loss, right? No, they're making money out of it for <laughs> sure. What the hell? Yeah. What the hell? Give me a time they're like, hey, we're making enough. I guess. I guess. <laughs> that's, that's it. Anyway. Right, they don't question. need to do anything else about it. I'll, I'll keep going on this. Next question. Let's get on. <laughs> Canadian Crawler wants to know, what's the coolest retro gaming purchase you have made? He says, mm. I bought a Game Boy Advance at a marketplace and then paid $100 to have it backlit. Smart We've move. We've answered this question before, haven't we? No. I, mean, I don't right. remember the specific question. I've got here. the best, not the best answer, but I mean, I have a really great story. So uh, when I moved to this house, I live in Dallas, Georgia, which is out in the sticks. That's not, <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> the bonies. Like, yeah, I'm not exactly proud of like the type of people that I live around and all that. Um, I went to to the downtown town area, like the square area, and mm-hmm. we were walking around. It's like the first month we moved in. And we find this like flea market. And I, I, you guys, I love a good deal. So I'm always like hunting around. I like a pawn shop or flea market or something like that. So I'm going around. This flea market had a used bottle of mouthwash for sale. It was a half, a half a bottle of mouthwash for like a quarter. It was on it. I remember because I took a picture. I was like making fun of it. And they had like a whole room of like old VHS tapes and stuff like that, you know, because it's, it's out of the city. It's a little, you know, it's a little more country out here. So, you know, it's got a lot of old stuff. I came across a collection of GameCube games. Oh, there wow. are pictures on my Twitter. I don't remember how many, maybe 30, 30 GameCube games. Half oh. of them were wrapped in plastic. Oh. Half of them were special edition steel cases. I'm talking about Zelda promo disc, complete, wrapped, new, in in plastic. There wow. were multiples. Uh, Twilight Princess, like... Basically, any first-party thing that you wanted on GameCube, this stack had it. Um, sunshine, everything. Most of it was not just like like new condition. Most of it was wrapped in plastic new. Wow, Brand that beats mine because I was about to tell stuff. a similar story. I was about to tell a similar story about how I got two GameCube games for like $3 each at a yard sale, but that you just beat that. I bought wow. all of them for $5 each. I think it was like 60 bucks or something like that. I bought the entire stack. I literally grabbed the entire stack because I was looking at it and I was like, I remember I remember being taken over by like it just sitting here for all this time. I was like, You're just like, wait, what? What the hell? Do they know what this is? And I no, looked at Melissa and I was like, let's look at this. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's a lot of money. She's like, can we really what? rip them off like this? Exactly. It's exactly what I was thinking. So I walked right to the thing and I was like, they're $5 Goodness. each. And she's like, yeah. She's like, if you want them all, she's like, it's 60 bucks. I couldn't have paid her fast enough. And I took, um, we used to have an old retro shop because I didn't have a GameCube. So we had a retro shop nearby. So I took this stash to this retro shop and I'm like, you will not believe what I just bought. So it had two Zelda promo uh, promos 
wrapped in plastic, the the promotional collections. Yeah. So I gave the shop one. I was like, here, you can have one, but I need systems. Like, I can't play any of this. I need systems. They gave me two GameCubes, um, full everything controllers, two Wave Birds, and then they gave wow. Jack like a Yoshi off the wall, like a big plush Yoshi and a poster because he wanted the Yoshi, but it wasn't for sale. The guy was like, sorry, buddy, it's not for sale. So then Jack started crying and he started like, <laughs> he was like, please, like, little go. buddy, don't be upset. He's like, I don't want the Yoshi. So he's like, you can have the Yoshi. And they gave him like a poster and oh they, gave, they gave Victoria like an old DS or something. So we gave him a promo disc. We walked out with all that stuff. We come home. I hook it all up. I get everything going. We start playing games. Remember, this is like, 2016 15 it's not that long Mm -hmm. ago but we had been playing wii u and 360 and things for a while the kids hated it they they absolutely hated they were like why are the gamecube games rebecca's gonna love this they were like why does it look like that that's exactly what they were like they were like it looks awful dad so they kids these days so they didn't want (laughs) to they don't understand they didn't want to play any of it so i sold it i i i sold it on craigslist for I think I sold everything for $600. That hurts my heart. I just wanted it to get to somebody that really wanted it. Hey, flipped. That's good. But and, 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 Jack, Jack would like it now. Nah. He really? says that Jack will appreciate an old game, but it, there are limitations. And I actually think I'm probably the same way. Jack will play an old game, but he's not going to like play Star Fox Adventures because he's not a Star Fox fan. He will play Pokemon Gold and Silver. He'll right. play 100 hours of that because he likes Pokemon. Right. But he's not going to play the old game and he's not going to play twilight princess right he's he's got twilight princess he's already played it he's got on Wii. yeah so you know like a lot of that stuff wasn't him and like we had resident evil and you know the strikers and some of the other stuff he wasn't gonna play those so but he gets older i think he's gonna want these things well they're gone <laughs> we sold now, them. <laughs> remember we have a wii u that's modded with all the gamecube games on as well we it's have all the, the game. game. Oh, it's, it's actually in a lot of ways. It's better. What I would give for a Chrono Trigger cart. <laughs> in a lot of ways, it's better because uh, like you said, you enjoy, you know, like playing in bed and playing on the couch stuff. You can play those game codes completely on the Wii U gamepad. You can just sit in the chair and play. And, I know. and it's kind of fun. Um, I know. But he doesn't play those either. Nobody does. Nobody plays any of those. I got this awesome Wii U and nobody plays it. it just sits there. So. Well, you beat my story, too. Wow. Yeah, that wins. You should have told it last. I remember wow. when, when I posted pictures, people couldn't believe it. People were like, what? <laughs> Wrapped in plastic of these yeah, things. New wow. in box, completely new. And the wow. guy that I sold it to, uh, he was not like somebody looking to flip it or anything. Like he was like, I've always wanted these. Collecting. I got rid of it. You know, like he's like, I got well, rid of mine when I was in college. He told me this whole story. I drove to meet him actually. Yeah. but That's cool. good. That makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at least for me, I mean, I, I actually bought uh, a Game Boy Color. I think it was like 2015 or something like that off of a convention. But that I guess that was I just don't really buy much old stuff, really. That was, I only got a Game Boy Color just because I still have Game Boy Color games. I have all my Pokemon games still today, and I just wanted to play them on on a system that, that could play them. So that's why I got it. Um, it, it's somewhere around here. I just, I won't grab it out, but I do like the recent purchase I got and I, uh, well, I need to go back to it, but there's just so many games, the Retroid pocket Two, Um, that thing is pretty solid for any kind of retro games from, you know, Atari, SNES, any, any kind of system up to like N64, PS1, stuff like that. So, um, that, I think that's the most like wide variety Retroid 
item that I will use. But other than that, I, I'm not a big retro collector. I'm not either. The only things that I can think of that I kind of sort of recently got was about a year ago. I finally bought Zelda 1 and 2 for the NES, even though I don't even own an NES, um, mm-hmm. just to have them for my collection. I would like someday to own carts of Chrono Trigger and Earthbound, but they are like $200 each or something yeah. crazy like that. And I really can't justify that. So I'll probably never own them, but maybe I'll I'll get lucky somewhere someday. Um, no, I can't really think of anything else, but it would be nice. Um, Ante wants to know, would you buy a Zelda special edition switch? Yes. Or a non-branded new super switch pro plus assuming they are now semi close together and the Zelda special edition isn't the long rumored switch pro. Yes, I would buy. So if given the choice between a old Zelda special edition and a super switch pro plus that does not play the latest, greatest Zelda game, I would buy the Zelda special edition. Now, if the new super switch plus pro deluxe ultra edition played (laughs) breath of the wild two and my old console can't do that, then I would buy it's all Zelda. That's what drives my purchases. I would be so pissed if Nintendo did that. I'd be so (laughs) mad. Release date the same day. Here's the super switch. (laughs) Yeah. And here's the old switch that looks awesome because it's Zelda. I would be so mad. And the answer is both. Both, yeah, yeah. People will buy both. They would, would and that's why they would do it. I would buy both and get rid of the ones that I have. So I would buy both, and then I would sell the ones that I own. One hundred percent, get the Switch Pro because my purchases are not led by Zelda at all. It (laughs) It makes sense on how good the the Zelda collector. Because I don't love every Zelda edition that they've ever done. I don't just buy just because it says Zelda. But typically, they do a really good job. Some of them are like basic. Yeah, I, so I say that also while simultaneously never have bought a special edition Zelda console before. So oh, really? I'm, I'm saying that under the assumption that it's so beautiful that I would need to yeah. absolutely have I it. I got the Hylian Shield edition 2DS. Mm-hmm. I got the Majora's Mask 3DS XL, which that is probably one my favorite. So cool. I know. That one's probably so cool. Favorite. I wish I had that one. I I should have purchased that one. I should have. I didn't get the first 3DS, uh, the black one. Like when it came right. out with Ocarina, right? Yes, like Ocarina the old model, that, like the yeah, the the Rebecca model. It has like the design on yeah. it. Yeah, and then the 3DS XL that was like golden black with Link Between Worlds. I didn't get that one either. Yep, that one was okay, but still kind of basic. Yeah, it had just like the Triforce on it. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it was like if, that, and yeah. If you looked at every console I purchased, it's. It's non-branded. I never had a special edition, really, except for the PS4 Pro that I bought from Donnie. And then also the Halo whatever edition I got for Xbox just because they had them there. Just, I never I, did. I don't think of it. Yeah, I never did either until the Animal Crossing Switch. That was my first ever special mm-hmm. edition uh, console purchase. So that's that was very unusual oh, for me. I got the Pokemon Switch Lite. That was, that was probably the most recent <laughs> one and probably the only one I thought of. So... Cool. More functionality for me. <laughs> um, and form factor. Butch wants to know, you're getting in a car to run an errand by yourself. The car trip lasts exactly the amount of time it takes to listen to two game soundtracks. Mm. Which two are you listening to? I have two. That's a good question. My two are Undertale 
and Chrono Trigger. They are my two favorite. They're tied for first place for me. Oh, for oh wow, okay, good music, I guess. Undertale's amazing music. I think this is the two soundtracks I most listen to, but not like most inspired. But like I would listen to constantly. Hotline Miami original soundtrack is freaking dope. I I love that techno music. It's it's a really good collection of it. And then also Persona Four, Dancing All Night. That's some dope songs, and it's, it's really long, and there's really cool remixes in there. So those are my two soundtracks. I've got like five. I know you can only pick two. I know that's the part that hurts. Um, the first one's Ori. I mm. listen to the music from Ori quite often, and a lot of times when I'm working. The second one is kind of a cheat, but I have a playlist that just has all the music from uh, Life is Strange. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. So those would be probably my two. Yeah. And I feel bad because it's leaving out so many other ones. I know. There's so many good ones. Like I could could think of lots of other good ones, but those are my top two. That I don't even play the games of. Like Destiny's soundtrack is incredible. I don't even play Destiny. I really like the Mega Man Man soundtracks, and I don't like Mega Man at all. Shovel Knight. Oh, my gosh. Shovel Knight's real good. It's so, so good. Yeah, Shovel Knight's real good. Last of Us soundtrack is incredible. I listen to it often. Mm-hmm. So, um, Brody wants to know: Do you guys think Splatoon three is going to happen before the end of the Switch's life cycle? And what would you want from it? No, Becca says no, absolutely no. Not. No, we'll get a spinoff. Uh, I hope. I don't know if we will, but I want one. Yeah, I think a spinoff is a probably a good bet. They could use do something with that, but uh, I'll, just to be different, I'll say yes. And I'll say that because if we're looking at uh, so we got Breath of the Wild. We'll have another 3D Mario plus a Switch Pro. They said that they think the Switch's life cycle is what, roughly halfway, rendering year five. Yeah. So yeah, maybe this goes that. eight years, maybe. If it goes eight years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Then, yeah, they'll need to. They'll need something. They can't just not have anything. And Splatoon 3 could be kind of maybe like a cross-gen title, too. That might be something that they could do. Like, that's a type of game that you could do something like that with. I think you could do, like, just like they did, you know, like a deluxe version. Here's Splatoon mm-hmm. 3 Switch players. Here's Splatoon 3 Enhanced for the new people. And it does cross-play and whatever. I, I really, I think an interesting topic that I would like to hear from more people is I really don't know where Nintendo goes from, from Switch. Like, we always talk about Switch like it's yeah. like this device that's going to end. And I don't... I don't necessarily think it will. Like, I think they could just kind of keep it on and like, maybe they could do switch two and it can do things. Switch one can't, but like the iPhone, it's still all just like a switch. It's all an iPhone, you know, like I feel like we've talked about this. I, I, I think we said at least I want them to continue the switch and just keep making it better and better. It's not really Nintendo style. They innovate. They, they will come up with something that we don't even know that we want right now and they'll sell it to us and we'll love it. And it might be a Wii U, though. <laughs> it might be. We might hate it. Yeah, but they, they innovate. And, you know, we might think of this and be like, why are they changing it from the Switch? Like, this is so stupid. Why aren't they keeping the hybrid? What's this weird gimmick? But then we'll buy it because they'll come out with a Zelda game. They'll come out with a Mario game and we'll learn to love it. Yeah. And there's, you know, I don't want to get off on the tangent, but there's like lots of different avenues and things they could do. But I, I feel like Switch is core to their game business, not just not the device, but the idea. Right, Switch. Yeah. Like, I could see them coming out with a home console and a portable, and they're separate, but they play together. You know, I could see them doing, like, a streamable thing. Like, you could stream from home, and you have a console mm-hmm. you take with you. I could see all kinds of 
combinations, but the core idea, the concepts there, the concept yeah. stays the same. You know, like what what if they come out with a Switch Pro and it's like a Switch Two? What if they come out with a Switch Pro and it's a big leap and they just do that for another six years? <laughs> you know, like I wouldn't be surprised and then, by it. Really. And then the Switch family of systems sells 180 million units or whatever. You know, like they could easily do that. The thing is, pretty much every console that Nintendo's ever made has had some kind of gimmick. So yeah. whatever they come up with next is going to have some new gimmick that we haven't even thought of. Switch but- 3D. I don't want to give up that's, what that's the, an old gimmick. I don't want to give up what the switch is, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right? I agree. Yeah. It, like I love this handheld home console hybrid. That's, that's, that's number one priority to me. That's they why struck it's gold selling it. the way that it's selling is mm-hmm. it's the it's just the premise. The I will premise be so fits. disappointed if they moved away from that because that is number one priority for me. Yeah. Speaking of Splatoon, guys, my girlfriend, I I, sh- I showed Splatoon to her. Like a couple uh, weeks ago. Because she's done with Animal Crossing. She's done with Animal Crossing, but she, the past three days, it's been nothing but Splatoon. Oh my God, I got to team up with her. Yeah, no, she she would be so down with that. <gasps> um, she is really good with the roller now, and she gets like second or first place I'm every right. time. Wow. I like the roller. Yeah. Um, she's getting used to like the third person controls now because she's that's probably the first game she's ever really got into with that. And it's so funny because she's so in the gyro motion control scope. She literally uses the swivel chair to like spin that's herself so around. She never uses the right stick. And I'm like, <laughs> that that's the way to go if, if it's effective. So, yeah, we'll see how long this lasts. But oh, cool. Uh, if she's getting used to third person controls, next is, is Zelda. She could she could probably handle that. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, as for what I would want, so if they did do a Splatoon 3, what I would want is some kind of new mode like the Salmon Run, how they did, they added that. It wasn't in the first oh, that'd game. Oh, that would be so cool. That. I want something else. Like, I don't even know what it is that I want, but I just want them to come up with some kind of new mode that's that's interesting. Give us more PvE, like, type of modes. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. And like more level ups with it. Like the other thing that I want is the same kind of um, like story that was in the Octo expansion but for the that. main campaign. It is so much better than the single mm. player campaign that's with it. And it's dark. I love how dark the series actually yeah, is. Like, like that people don't really realize. Gritty. Yeah. It is. It's very um, surprisingly mature and weird. And I love the weirdness of it. Um, cool. So I, I want them to lean into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I, I think I mean I think they've shown in their campaigns like in terms of spinoffs you can easily make a Splatoon platformer yes it would be unique mm-hmm. and it would be fun you could do it in 2D or 3D mm-hmm. and either way like if done well it could be could be a hit I think so it's an easy thing to do and then Splatoon Rabbids that's calm let's go oh no let's go not that again <laughs> finally um our final question is from link who wants to know why can't i pet the dogs it's seriously the thing keeping me up at night so if you could answer it i could sleep better which game breath of the wild oh i didn't know you couldn't pet dogs you do not pet the dogs what's wrong with them i know right didn't make any you sense. can pet the dog in astral chain right I think that's it. That's you can it. pet the dog in pretty much any game except for Breath of the Wild. Pretty much. Can't you pet the dog in Breath of the Wild? Like you if cannot. You, you can feed the if dog. If you feed them, does he not pet them? He does not pet them. They do like circles and stuff though, right? Yeah, but you can't pet them. Link okay. is a soulless person. Wow. He I know. Pet Maybe a he's dog. a cat person. He does like cats in Twilight Princess. Yeah. You can mm. hold the dogs in Twilight Princess. 
That's it. That's it. Yeah, you're right. Bummer. What a yeah. way to end no, I'm the show. Sorry. Thanks. I I think, hopefully a sequel. <laughs> we'll fix well, it. Well, I think there was so much like people talking about that that I really do think that if they have dogs <laughs> in the next Breath of the Wild, they will make it pedible. They're like, shoot, we, we better make it. Oh, sure. oh no, we, no, we got to do it. They're like, the engine just can't support it. <laughs> We're the getting latest, everything we can out of it now. <laughs> the latest game I could think of that's really good dog petting animations is Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. I thought you were about to say Atelier Rising and I was about to say. <laughs> and and Rise as well. Um, very good petting mechanics there. You know, I uninstalled the game. I played it for about five hours. Sakuna? Just, oh, yeah, okay. Atelier? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we got to get it. Right. You would never uninstall show. that. You would never uninstall it. That's the thing. You got all 13 games on Imagine there. if they ever listen to the show. Like, what are these people in our game? <laughs> I, just, I could just see them just a bunch giving of us jerks. Like, They're going to give us a sponsorship codes. with how much we talk about this. They, Please keep talking technology. about it. We our have game. the $20 <laughs> tier on the Patreon, and if you do that, you can run an ad on any show that you want. Could you imagine? If they just ran an Atelier is amazing pod in our show. And they ever. made you say it. They're like, Donnie has to be the one to say it. That's a part of the tier. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll wow. run anything anybody wants as long as it's not offensive or anything like that. Wait, yeah. you say only 20 bucks? I mean, I have 20 That's bucks lying around. Yeah. All right. We've had people do jokes like Coach Moe's just done complete like like fake ads. That's um, awesome. We had the cool one, right? Where we had the, uh, the, 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 I forget his name, but him and his son has a podcast and we okay. did it like last year. It was cool. But yeah, that would have been, that'd be hilarious. That'd be just the longest con ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Love boy. it. Oh, that'd be good. I would still call it Atlier. <laughs> <laughs> Book of Shit, Shadows. Book of, Book of, <laughs> and, and the secret hideout. <laughs> Serious woods. Yeah, it's all it, it sounds it, like. They literally do that though. And the and then like every novel that Deluxe. I read in like seventh grade. It's it's like a random number like. generator. Just yeah. <laughs> just pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for us this week here in the Nintendo Shack. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, we'll catch you next week. Anything else from you guys? No, we're good. Mm-hmm. Good night, Kooplings. Bye bye.